So I said, thoughts on Caligari? He said he didn't eat squid. It's Flicks and That with Steve Newell. Oh, I saw too many kills in the trailer. Is that the new, that's the new <laughs> intro? I think so, it should too, be. I saw too many kills in the trailer. Was, uh, the, we're just having a little off air chat um, about the trailer to uh, Eli Roth's new film, Thanksgiving, which has some very promising killings, but uh, said killings may be overrepresented in the you trailer. You reckon? Oh, no, maybe there's just heaps more. I guess it's just striking that balance, right? Of like, mm. we want to um, get people excited about this film, but. Um, Maybe not too many, so much. Too many killings in the trailer. Too much blood and guts in there, eh? Oh, yeah, there's that too, eh? Hey, now, Steve, it is the month uh, of Halloween. Are we, are we talking horror first, or what are, what are we talking about? It's coming. We're going to do uh, horror horror and then some real-life horror. Okay. Um, but we'll start with the horror horror. Um, I mentioned last week that the Terrify Film Festival is coming back to Auckland. This mm-hmm. is taking place at the Capitol Theatre uh, in... Uh, Capital Cinema in Balmoral in a couple of weeks' time. On Wednesday the 25th of October, they've got... Um, they, make, they make a bit of an early start with Five Nights at Freddy's, which is the uh, horror adaptation of the of the video game of the same name, video game franchise. But then the festival proper gets stuck in from the 2nd of November uh, through to Sunday the 5th of November. And it's a mix of pretty indie horror stuff, things that we're getting to see for the f- first time or, or thereabouts, um, some classics in the mix too and a couple of other genre things there's a film called um, Hundreds of Beavers which I'm not entirely sure what this entails yet the poster is a picture of a, a, a guy getting chased by hundreds of beavers Okay. so um, literal beavers I'll just clarify that um, highlights of the festival that have jumped out to me um, as a fan of 80s horror reanimator um and it's director Stuart Gordon, who had a really kind of OTT um, video era horror style, a horror comedy, but super gross. Um, there's a film called Suitable Flesh, uh, which stars Heather Graham and also uh, horror scream queen Barbara Crampton. Okay, pretty big like, billing as yeah, far as but actresses. Yeah, but in a, you know, in a probably don't cost that much to get Heather Graham today. That's, okay. Really, it's been a while um, since Boogie Nights, but it looks like she's relishing this role. It's a, a body possession kind of horror comedy mm-hmm. where uh, you know the attractive female Heather Graham gets possessed by grody old spirit mm-hmm. and uh, just gives her a chance to, I guess, chew the scenery for, for the film. Um, looks a little bit horny, gotta say, this okay. one. Um, but you know, the title's Suitable Flesh, so I think that's a good combo. Um, yeah, re- without being a, a pastiche or necessarily in the style of 80s films um bit of a kind of throwback to that yep. to that genre sounds I reckon. good sounds hearty um i had the pleasure or, or displeasure depending on how you feel about um horrors of seeing a great film called when evil lurks a couple of weeks ago this is playing at terrify um and it also sneaks onto shutter about a week before the festival so i would strongly urge you to go and see this in a cinema with other people if you can this is a Argentinian um, Spanish language another possession horror um, but played a lot more straight and it's got absolutely grotesque gore like real quite confronting gore in it Um, but also just really uh, creepy kind of devil demon shit going on Um, the premise for this is uh, that possession is a thing doesn't happen very often but it does happen and there's these sort of protocols for dealing with it the authorities are supposed to help you take care of it 
and through some sort of kind of municipal problem or uh, just ineptitude that hasn't happened. And so um, without, uh, without getting to the case fast enough, suddenly this little possession incident becomes something a bit worse. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be one of the best horrors of the year. This oh, is really? really, really, really good. Oh, wow. So scary. Scary, scary. It's got, it's got scary undertones. Like the possession stuff's really good. It's really interesting and it's quite smart. Um, without being, you know, uh, air quote elevated horror, like it's just a, it's a good solid horror movie, and it really leans into some pretty gory stuff, mm-hmm. which sometimes that's exactly what you're after. <laughs> yeah, that's my that that's that's a, a, a very strong pick for me. Um, so catch that at Terrify or or on Shutter when it starts streaming. Also at the fest, I've got. Um, the classic Killer Clowns from Outer Space is there. Uh, is there kind of classic screening um, alongside Stargate? So uh, it kind of runs the gamut of things that are horror or horror adjacent. Um, and I'll leave you with maybe the more extreme thing from the program. This is a, a film called Megalomaniac. Um, this pick, I think it won best. Uh, let me just check my check my sources here to make sure this is actually accurate. But I believe this won best film at uh, Fantasia Fest. Uh, and is an ext- like pretty extreme, uh, dark and dingy killer good time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you're really into the kind of grimmer end of the horror spectrum, I would say that that's, that's the one to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the judges of uh, Fantasia said of the film, looking for a brutal, terrifying, mind-bending horror thriller. Megalomaniac is the film we gave best film to at Fantasia 2022. Um, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre from inside the house. The way the film pulls together in its final moments is positively stunning. And someone in the comments under that post said, uh, this movie effing drips with evil. Hard to blind recommend, but it does fulfill a vibe for those looking to feel bad. <sighs> Just go winding you back. Just wanna, you just want to feel something sometimes, right? right. Just winding back, Steve, mm. a little bit. Is, are they showing Stargate from 1994? Oh, yeah. That film? Yeah. On the big screen? Yeah. I took that for a rewatch not too long ago, and uh, it's pretty funny. I it's worth feel, it. it's worth I feel like a few years ago, I also gave it another spin, and I was like, oh, it's all right. You know, it's just kind of is what it is. Yeah. It feels like a precursor to way too many films now. Mm-hmm. Like, it really feels like an early entry in our modern uh, CGI sh- shit film landscape. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's still has plenty to enjoy. And it's, I think it's old enough now that it's kind of got a hokiness that's yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty pleasant. <laughs> but uh, moving on, moving on from, the, uh, from these um, you know, enjoyably fictional horrors, uh, in cinemas this week is the new film by Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. This is um, based on a absolutely revolting real life story um, of the Osage nation in the US this was a Native American uh, nation who had a very small reservation struck oil on it and became per capita the richest people in the United States Mm -hmm. for a short amount of time yes Um, this film is about all the shit that happened to them because of that Uh, stars Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro and Part of the setup of this is all these uh, young white men marrying into the Osage families mm-hmm. and sort of lining themselves up to, oh, these women are a bit, are a bit infirm. Oh, they've, they've, all, they've got diabetes. We're not good at treating diabetes. Oh, some of them are getting murdered or having accidents. 
and just kind of progressively oh, moving sounds so dark. the legitimate owners of, of all of those oil rights mm-hmm. off this mortal coil. Wow. Um, De Niro's character um, has a very uh, embedded in the community relationship with everybody, but as the film unf- unfolds, uh, is one of the more deeply sinister roles that he's, that he's ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that uh, can't be overlooked about this film is its runtime. It's over 200 minutes long. It's quite a long oh. watch. But it really works, and I enjoyed seeing it in the cinema because it forced me to focus on it in a way that maybe I wouldn't quite so much if I was, if I was at home. And as, uh, as the director uh, himself has said, um, you watch TV for five hours at home. Yeah. What's, what's the difference? What's the difference? Yeah, yeah. true, true. Um, so find a comfy cinema. Um, put your feet up uh, in a in a recliner if you can, and um, go see it. It's really really good. This is a a, a really strong film by um, a director who's now in his eighties. Wow, it's quite remarkable. Nice, Power, super powerful cast as well. Like he's stacked it with talent. Yeah, and and while um you know while it's hard to to avoid the the billing of um, his two you know career leading men at this point, De Niro mm. and DiCaprio. Um, it's uh, Lily Gladstone who plays um, uh, one of the Osage women, um, holds her own through this film and is just a really devastating performance. Mm. This is a, a very, very good film. Oh, wow. Uh, out in cinemas this week, um, it will be streaming on Apple TV Plus in the near future. Apple stepped in after Paramount, um, got a little bit tetchy about spending $200 million on, on this film, <laughs> and uh, they went and found a little bit more money. Um, this is a pretty lavishly mounted um, pick. Um, probably a few big paychecks in there, to be honest. Though, yeah, I? I would say. I'd say someone's come in just on the spooky horror tip, saying give Event Horizon another viewing. That pops up all the time here. Oh, it's so scary. Yeah, do it. Always do it. Yeah. It's great. Oh man, it's such a good movie. Um, yeah, uh, one of uh, you know when Sam Neill does villain turns, um, it's mm. real special. Mm. Real special. All right, Steve. So yeah, that's us. Keep, right. uh, I think, keep on top of your spooky viewing. Um, if when evil lurks sounds of interest to you, um, the director has a previous film called Terrified, which I strongly recommend. Um, this is an Argentinian haunted house horror, and it's uh, it's kind of in the same vein as maybe like a Conjuring or something, mm-hmm. but significantly scary. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. scary for me, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> significantly creepier. Yeah. It's, Dead kids and stuff as well. Uh, that'll, that'll be a good time for you. All right, Steve. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Real auteurs use star wipes. That was Flicks and That on 95BFM 95.5.